I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. How's it going, Ben? Good morning, man. Uh, doing well. What about you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of things going on in my life right now, uh, outside of business stuff as well. Um, but I'm feeling feeling positive, which is nice. It's like super nice weather here in Seattle right now, and so that just it just make, it's easier to be positive when the the sun is shining. It's oh, warm yeah. and beautiful outside. You just go outside and you just feel refreshed and motivated. So you you started packing already? <laughs> um, yeah. So we're doing a little bit of packing um, for the move. <clears throat> uh, so uh, this podcast actually will go out on the day that we close on the house, and then the Saturday after that. So yeah, technically when this goes out, we'll own the house. And then uh, the Saturday after that, we'll actually do the move. And we're planning to do the move in, a, in just one day. And so we're packing a little bit beforehand. Um, but yeah, that's pretty exciting. Uh, all the yeah. details and planning going around that. <clears throat> so yeah, maybe the next time we record, I'll be in a different studio. <laughs> different I, I just hope... Yeah, I just hope you have any kind of internet connection there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I still got to get that set up. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but it will be there. No worries. Oh, exciting, man. Sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah. That, a little bit stressful, maybe. <laughs> uh, there's Yeah, there's a little bit of stress, but it's mostly been pretty painless, which has been pretty nice. Like, obviously, in these kind of big transactions, things can go wrong there's there's you know things that change on the seller side or the buyer side or the lender and then all of a sudden like you're scrambling um yeah i so i haven't had anything with that the only maybe i mentioned this only like little panic i had at one moment was i was transferring money you know to buy this house from some different accounts um Mm -hmm. so i have like a vanguard account which I, i had lots of the money in there I was transferring over to my normal bank account um, and I then, you know, a day later, I see the money in my bank account. But then I'm like, wait, this doesn't add up. Like this isn't, this isn't all the money I need. And I was like, wait, did I, (laughs) did I like miscalculate this whole thing? And like, I don't have enough money to like Uh get the down payment for this house. And I was really confused and like panicking for a second and like adding up the numbers like, wait, what, what am I missing? And then I realized that there was like a second transfer from Vanguard that was still like in the ether, like just in the middle of nowhere yeah. that hadn't so come yet. So they benched it basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then I, I was looking there and finally saw that and was like, oh, shoof. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah i mean you usually don't transfer that much money so yeah it's, it's always it's a little scary bit, uh, yeah <laughs> to transfer that much money and you're just like I, I hope it comes to my bank and it all works well <laughs> and no one takes it <laughs> yep <laughs> so <clears throat> well glad it worked out <laughs> yeah yeah how are yeah so how are things going for you I'm doing pretty well. Didn't transfer that much money this week, though. <laughs> um, I actually worked a little bit on TrueFans this week and uh, got the knowledge base feature almost done, oh, nice. which is kind of cool. Um, went with a very basic V1. I uh, <laughs> wouldn't even call it a V1 <laughs> yet. Uh, 
but you can like create articles and uh, you get a full-blown editor for them and then on the client side uh, on the user facing side you get this sidebar that you can trigger and mm -hmm. inside that sidebar people are able to search the articles that you uh, created on the back end and yeah that's that's working already um, didn't put too much time into the search to be honest so it's all just on the uh, SQL level and I, I want to do a full-blown elastic search um, mm -hmm. out of that because that just gives you better full-text search and whatnot yeah and you can you can tweak that a little bit better but for the v1 I probably won't even do that so um, yeah I, I might be might be a good idea to um, to let people add certain keywords that they want to associate with an article as well so that the article definitely shows up if those keywords are uh, searched for. Yeah, yeah. But that may, might be a good idea either way, like with Elasticsearch or without it, just so people can make sure that if something is relevant to a certain search term, it, it, it's got to be found. And yeah, that's that's the only thing I really want to want to add still before calling it calling it kind of done for now <laughs> yeah. uh, the knowledge base and yeah like in general uh taking inventory of what i still have to do still gotta do some more uh, of the whole bootstrapping around the like literal bootstrapping around the uh, user self-serve onboarding things um but if that's done i would be confident enough to let the first people in <laughs> yeah Wow, so you you started this the knowledge base feature like in a week, and it sounds like in one week you about have it done. That's pretty fantastic. I mean, a full editor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's like that's the beauty of having multiple modules, right? Because I already had the editor inside the application, and I'd really just had to call another instance of it, <laughs> mm, and that's that's about it. Um, that's like I can recycle a lot of the base code that I've written before. That's beautiful. Yeah, that makes it easier. Yeah, exactly. Feels great <laughs> when you can just like reuse some code and you're like, Got yeah, that yeah, it just works and you're moving quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm thinking on the on the other front all around that I owe. <laughs> I I tried a couple of things this week. I released an article on Tailwind, just an introduction. And I tried to cross post that in a couple of places just to get some more eyes on it and get some, some more traffic to the site. And I had some mixed results for that. <laughs> so I cross posted yeah. to dev.to, that went pretty well. Uh, I actually got some upvotes for it on Hacker News, which I didn't really expect. Oh, then no. I tried Reddit and that went really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I never really tried it before. Uh, but yeah, yeah you I made definitely an account think... for the first time, right? Yeah, exactly. I'd never really used Reddit much. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> Reddit's been around. It's what do they call it? It's like the uh, the face of the internet or something like that. Supposedly. Yeah, the, the front page, I think. Front of page. The internet. Yeah, front it's page. it's really old. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, it's Reddit was not such a big thing growing up in Germany, I guess. So I might have missed that when I was younger. <laughs> Well, it might not be that old. We we don't want to share how old you are, but <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Reddit's probably like fifteen years or something like that at this point. I would guess, but 
yeah mm. <laughs> well yeah i mean when i posted the the link to the article it actually just it, it never really got posted because it you know it just says like your card is so new that we actually need some moderators to look at it yeah. and that hasn't happened yet apparently so <laughs> oh yeah yeah reddit is really hard to crack like i tried it uh with potion like cross posting a, a potion kind of blog and basically the moderators are very picky like if they can sniff out anything that feels like this is just something from somewhere else or this is kind of like trying to push people over to another website they're just like no n- none of that um yeah. they they really want it to be enclosed within that community and just people talking back and forth on the subreddit itself and and not literally linking out to anything else yeah, I've which seen, i get I've seen it that, but i've seen that too but i think it also depends on the subreddit to be honest like there are some yeah, out yeah. there which are basically just a huge collection of of links going somewhere else oh that's true <laughs> so that's true yeah so it's kind of confusing what you're allowed to do and what not because it just depends on where you are <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of confusing waters to kind of sift through and figure out how it works on each subreddit yeah well anyway <laughs> i tried that and I'll, I'll probably keep keep doing that until something sticks <laughs> get some more ideas of, of what i want to do or i want to cross post Mm-hmm. And just today, I finished another video that will probably go online like today or tomorrow. Nice. Um, so yeah, overall, pretty productive week on both ends. <laughs> yeah. W- what are you using to edit your videos? So I've literally just started dabbling with Descript. Um, oh, but apart yeah. from that, I've I've started using ScreenFlow. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, well, ScreenFlow is just really worth the money, I think. But Descript actually d- lets you do the same things. <laughs> and they they kind of transcribe your videos and you can then go in there and just delete bunches of texts. And they basically cut out the same stuff inside the video, which is really great. Like that's that mm-hmm. feels pretty magical. <laughs> that is pretty, pretty magical. Um, yeah, so I just got ScreenFlow this last week as well (laughs) and and ScreenFlow is pretty legit like you're saying i think it so it was like 140 dollars or something like that but it's like a one-time payment just to download that which that's pretty good price um but then yeah like you can do the the number of kind of little edits and things that you can do are just uh yeah it's it's pretty good for for what you're paying for it makes it pretty easy just to like open it up, start recording your screen, add like video as well for like your face cam yeah, and just record. Yeah, exactly. And then once you finish recording, just opens up the editor and then you see the content you have. Like that's pretty slick and smooth how they, they set that up. Like it's almost like Loom, except Loom, it, it doesn't automatically upload your video to like Loom servers um, and hosting it for you. But uh yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sweet. I think it's really simple but powerful, and it's yeah. totally affordable for that. What it can do. Yeah, it's it's a great tool. Yeah, I was thinking about Descript though. I looked into that a little bit this last week because someone said, "Oh, you should look into that." Uh, so it'd be a little bit more expensive. Like I think it's what, what like fifteen dollars, twelve dollars a month for kind of like the base ish plan. They might have a free plan that doesn't give you as much or something. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so then you're paying that, but like, was it? Does it work kind of the same way where it just is really easy to record your screen and then just kind of upload to the Descript or whatever? 
I think you can do it that way. So the way I've been using it is just using it on an existing file that I've recorded with ScreenFlow, which is kind of, you know, like oh. doing both of them right now. <laughs> yeah. But I've literally just started using it this week, so I can probably report back in a week or two. <laughs> yeah. I would guess that Descript would be like perfect for what you're trying to do where like you are doing a lot of, you know, voice over video where I think they have like even features where you can like type in um and just delete all yeah places exactly. where you said um <laughs> yep. which is really yeah cool. that just makes it a breeze to edit all that stuff because you can literally just go for the text version and edit that and they just take mm -hmm. care of the rest and they also so, got pretty nice voiceovers where you just type stuff and they basically speak over it, so it when you do good. that like so first when you delete a word does it actually delete the video as well or just the audio and you the video still there and there's just like no 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 volume at that point in the video or can you do I think either? you can actually do both with it. Okay. <laughs> and then when they do the dubbing, it's like I feel like that would could look a little weird where it's like your voice your when people look at your lips like you're not necessarily saying that word but it's coming out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean if you like try to <laughs> try to fit in a whole sentence or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, sounds sounds like a good tool for what you're doing. Like I could see eventually maybe wanting to use something like that. Uh, pretty cool. I'll report back when I dabble around a little bit more with it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so far ScreenFlow and then trying a little bit of that black magic. <laughs> yeah, I think it is totally worth it with like ScreenFlow because so I got that this last week, made a video, posted it on Twitter. And just because, well, first, Twitter uh, really makes its video quality not very good. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's hard to see. So with ScreenFlow, where you can kind of zoom in, pan around, and really get close up of what you're talking about and focus in on it, it really makes it a lot better for Twitter because people yeah, can actually yeah, yeah. see it. Um, but, you know, like I think video tweets and photo like image tweets like they do well on twitter because you know they take more space people can look at it at a glance and get interested like what is this so anyways like my screen flow video did pretty well i think just because it's you know it's interactive they can kind of see it a lot more um so i think i think it is pretty beneficial to kind of show off products or show off features and and share them like on social media and stuff and that's what i'm kind of using it for or trying to yeah for sure dude i i wish i knew about screenflow when i was recording all the tiny lock videos <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um <clears throat> let's see did you have any other updates nope i'm good man let's okay. let's hear what you've been up to <laughs> yeah well so um thinking about video this just remind me so i now have i think it's 46 videos that I've posted on YouTube. Well, I've also posted them on Twitter, but basically just showing uh, the progression of all the things I've done on Potion, which is pretty crazy. Like 46, <laughs> 46 yeah. videos. That is a lot. Um, that is a lot. But it's pretty cool because, at least for me, it's kind of like a little log of like the whole process of what I did. Um, and the steps I took and how I built different features that, you know, even if Potion doesn't do well, I'll be able to look back at that and kind of, 
see how that went and other people can do the same on my youtube channel and i don't know it's just a pretty cool like log i mean it's kind of like this podcast where you know we can go back we can see what we were talking about thinking about um but yeah in video form they're just like two minute videos um so yeah that's pretty cool i'm i'm i i I wonder if i like remember building this business better because like we talk about it and i made those videos like kind of like you're you're thinking more about it because you're you're after doing the actions of building the business that you're then like thinking about it talking about it showing videos of it hopefully it'll help me to remember (laughs) yeah remember this whole time in the future i i I think so yeah (laughs) yeah anyways yeah pretty crazy that i've made that many little videos about potion (laughs) yeah i like that man (laughs) yeah and so hopefully those are helpful to other people um i don't really know but some people seem to like them so that's good i i have uh kind of stopped making as many though like back in the early days i think i made like almost a video every day (laughs) um (laughs) but you know there's just not as much progress in a in a way like most of the feet like i'm not building as many new features a lot of my time is like helping onboard customers fix some little things here and there do some marketing stuff you know i did do some features and then i'll make a video but like it's just not as often because there's all these other things i'm doing now <clears throat> and and it doesn't seem as exciting to make videos yeah, about yeah i was those just things. gonna say i think it's also for the for the people watching it's more interesting to see the end result than it is to see us dabble in backend code or whatever <laughs> whatever so right. the end result is actually the thing that like if you can show that it's it's kind of more interesting than seeing you struggle through i don't know next js arrows <laughs> yeah right which i have done a bit of that this last week <laughs> <laughs> coming to my my update yeah it is funny how the progress like basically programming is making a ton of progress at once and then just like slugging through the bugs that you created <laughs> <laughs> And, and spending yeah. majority of your time on that. Um, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it just goes perfectly, though. <laughs> yep. Um, but that was... So, yeah, part of what I did this last week was that. Like I, So I made that the live editor feature on Potion. And, and that went, you know, decently well. It took a little bit more time. But at the tail end, I think I was just spending a ton of time trying to figure out why the fonts weren't showing up in my live editor oh, <laughs> as yeah. I wanted. <laughs> and I messaged you about that a little bit and you were very kind and helpful. Um, well, yeah, it's still I, I very weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you responded. <laughs> um, yeah, I still don't know why my original way of doing that wasn't working. So eventually it worked once I imported the fonts as CSS imports. So I don't know. I just went with that because I was like, I'm tired of... <laughs> trying to yeah. figure this out um so that's good for now um i still don't understand either i think it's some kind of timing issues or whatever gets over yeah, it. I, I don't know be. but but that's definitely one of those situations where, where i would also default to you know like just make it work and you yeah, know get, yeah. get on with life and your product <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so i did that and and now that i've been kind of on the product side for seems like the last two weeks uh with that live editor and stuff like that like i really want to focus on marketing so that's what i'm trying to do now um i just feel like there's a lot of 
Well, first, I've seen like a drop off in signups because I'm not talking about it as much. I'm not marketing, not like sharing on other places. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it's interesting that I've definitely noticed that, uh, which is interesting. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I definitely need to focus on some marketing. Uh, and so like one of the things I'm pretty excited about that happened this last week <clears throat> is a guy that owns a business, a startup in like a course space. Um, I'd, re- I'd talked to him. He had re- actually reached out to me probably like a month and a half ago and wanted to kind of collaborate in some way because they have like a designer course. Um, and they actually use notion a lot in this course. And at the, the, their like final project is to create and design like a website. And I think they're using some other website builders. But when he saw Potion, he's like, oh, that would be <laughs> perfect because we use Notion. Um, our students use Notion. So then we can just have them like create their their final website in Notion and, and build it with Potion. So it seems like it could be like a perfect kind of collaboration where they're just like yeah. using Potion. They actually have like some Notion templates that they sell that I can also kind of promote on my site. <clears throat> um, so... Basically, I reached back out to him uh, after I hadn't heard from him, him in a while, and he got back to me and was like, yeah, sorry, I was busy, but yeah, we still want to do this. Let's let's go for it. Um, so they're actually going to make cool. a, a YouTube video about Potion this next week, um, and I'm going to try to basically do whatever I can to get them using Potion and me to help them out. Um, I think part of that is... I need to create kind of like affiliate program um, using Rewardful is I think what I'm going to use. Um, so yeah, I probably need to set up something like that, which would be good just because it will make make it easy to kind of incentivize partnerships in the future and, and give people something for sharing Potion, uh, which I think will be really good. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I was also just wondering while you said that, if they like if their students are all to make a, a site with potion like would that like how would that look like would they all need to have like their own account or um i think so i think what they kind of do is just like they build this kind of like portfolio design portfolio in notion currently and i think they're kind of just like leaving it at that maybe where <clears throat> if they have potion they can kind of just basically making an option to their students like hey you can actually just like make this into a, oh, a real it. website yeah. that you can share um so it's probably not like a requirement for their students i it's what it sounds like but it, hopefully it's something that they can kind of push and th- they'll want to hopefully because they've done all this work in notion is is what i'm hoping um, yeah that makes sense got it got it yeah yeah so that's something like that would be really cool so like uh yeah, I think partnerships like that is really could be a good way for me to grow. And so I'm looking, I want to look more to like find more of those, like reach out to those kind of people that would be interested in something like that and see if I can make some partnerships happen. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, working on some templates. So uh, when I acquired the other potion, um, <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember if... <laughs> people remember that story uh but yeah the other potion that i required they had some templates and he's letting me just use those so i I need to add those to the site um so adding some templates i actually uh paid joshua anderton um who is the host of the uh ramen pod 
I forget the full name of that podcast, but basically getting to ramen. Yeah. Um, so he, he made a template for me and so I paid him, uh, and he worked on that this last week and it looks, it looks really good. It's just like a, a one pager portfolio template. Um, so I need to put that up on the website. Uh, so yeah, that it's, uh, yeah, I think t- getting more templates like that will be uh, just really cool to show people what's possible and then just give them a head start at it. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I think that is hopefully one of the avenues that I can go in, like making more templates just to show people that this is something that they can use. Um, and kind of similar to that, I've noticed that I, I think I really need to have like a showcase on the website. And so this is kind of like another marketing thing. Like I have enough websites on potion now that i could you know have a good list of showing off different websites people have created and i think this would be really one of the things that helps people know if they want to use potion or not like because i'm guessing when like if i'm in the the buyer's shoes when i come to the potion website i think most of my questions are going to be like okay i know notion i know what notion can do but what can potion do and just like questions about like what's possible yeah yeah. And I think those are the kind of questions most people are asking in the no code space. Like, cause there's limitations to no code, right? Like you can't do everything in the world in no code. I mean, even with, with code, there's limitations. Like when you choose a framework or you choose a stack or something, like there's things that it's good at or not good at, and there's some limitations. And so before you choose any framework, you kind of have to research, look through the different options and be like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't have the limits on what I need. And, and no code I think is similar, except it's even more limitations cause you can only do what the, the platform is set up for you. Um, so I think having pages with like showing the sites that have been created through Potion will just kind of show what's possible and, and give a lot of ease to people to be like, oh yeah, this is what I want to create. I see it right here. I can just do that um, and, and help them to kind of get through the process. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense because you kind of want to get the feeling just like you just said of, you know, what can I actually do with it? What Maybe what can I not do with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think that's one of the next things I need to focus on, uh, which is another marketing thing. Um, But other than that, that's kind of where I'm at. It it kind of feels like I, at least this last week, haven't done a ton because I'm kind of just like, I think I feel like this every time I try to focus on marketing. I'm just like piddling around, like (laughs) researching, doing things here and there, talking to people. And like, there's not like a, a tangible thing I can see that's like, oh, this is done. But Hopefully, yeah, like the investments I make into the marketing side will continue to help and grow later down the road is what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So that was that was pretty much it for me. Other than I had some thoughts. I just thought this was really interesting. <laughs> um, so I thought we'd talk about it. Um, did you hear or see anything on Twitter called centralized coin. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Um, I, I tweeted a few things about this, uh, recently. So there's this guy kind of in the indie hacker community. He, his name's, well, I just know him by junior. Uh, his, his, uh, his, uh, Twitter handles like the builder junior or something like that. But he, he built basically a competitor to Gumroad, Gumroad called Floroly. 
Um, and it's basically the same as Gumroad, except he takes less fees. Um, mm. And it seems to be doing pretty well. Some A lot of creators are starting to kind of jump on it, which is pretty cool. But he just kind of made like a side project to that called Central Centralized Coin. And okay. it's basically, it's it's almost like a cryptocurrency, except it's not decentralized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a cryptocurrency. It's more just like a, an internet currency where, you know, Junior, he has the servers. He has all the system that's holding like the ledger or holding all the transactions of this coin all in one place. I think that's why he calls it centralized coin. The benefit. Okay. So, ba- so basically there's some benefits to that um, <clears throat> where, you know, the problems with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies um, is that it takes a lot of energy and power to like run all these computers across all the world on yeah, this decentralized yeah, yeah. network. There's tons of computers that are validating everything, you know, and um, so with centralized coin, it's not like it's just an, like a company, like a normal company where it's all kind of in one place. You know, there's some downsides to that where maybe it's not as secure. What if he gets hacked? Things like that. And hopefully he kind of figures out good ways to do that. But the benefits is, you know, you're not taking energy. You can actually make transactions that are like instant. Like when you pay someone on centralized coin, it's just like immediate. It's right there. <laughs> um so yeah anyways i found this very interesting (laughs) and i was one of his like (laughs) first people to jump in on it and because i i started like trying it out he just launched it this last last week um he gave me like a a thousand centralized coin and when it has this interesting aspect to it where whenever someone makes a transaction on centralized coin it randomly picks someone in the network like that's using centralized coin that has centralized coin it randomly picks them and compounds their coins by 20 percent um <laughs> like randomly i'm i'm just sitting here looking confused <laughs> what, like why <laughs> so his reason for adding that was basically just to incentivize one people to make transactions and oh. two to give the early adopters like basically an advantage on getting in early because the the fewer people there are the more likely you you'll get chosen to get your coins compounded <clears throat> yeah that makes sense and so um <clears throat> basically then you know every once in a while you'll randomly get picked when a transaction happens and your money will just like grow <laughs> Yeah, but it really won't grow because the value deteriorates because it's really just pouring more money into the market. Yes, that's, it's that's literally printing money. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's kind of true. Um, there's definitely some inflation going on. Basically, there needs to be people being added at the yeah, same time. Exactly. Um, so it's kind of interesting. What's really interesting to me, though, was so I shared on Twitter that I had this coin. And then out of this blue, this guy dms me and he's like hey i want centralized coin like what do i have to do to get it (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like well i i could i'll I'll pay you some but i think you have to do something for that trade right (laughs) and he's like sure (laughs) (laughs) and so now this guy which what's really interesting is he's like in the b2b SaaS space like he he seems to be somewhat well known i've never seen this guy before but he has like twenty two thousand followers on twitter and so he's going to help me get some leads for Potion 
four centralized uh, coin. Uh, so you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. So yeah. you're using you're using an entirely made up currency that is held and given out by one single person <laughs> and you're, you're using that to pay like to to pay somebody for 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 a service like that's that's interesting <laughs> yeah um and so once that happened my eyes kind of opened up i was like because basically centralized coin is not backed by the dollar or anything like it's not really worth any value to any no, yeah, other currency yeah. <clears throat> other than like a form of trade like if because there's no way to take it out to like sell out for something either which is different than a lot of cryptocurrencies as well so like it's more which i think is cool like if it's building towards just having actual transactions where people like in it could even be in the creator space if people kind of like say hey i'll help you out and you give me some of this uh coin centralized coin and then i'll have more centralized coin that i can pay someone else to help me out like it's more just like we're trading like like the like what currencies are really meant to be to actually have transactions help each other out um and like yeah <laughs> you could literally replace central coin with the word dollar in your last sentence and you'd have money <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <clears throat> I, 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 I guess man, you like in, i guess you haven't general, uh, gone down the whole uh crypto world oh i have i've come back from it though <laughs> <laughs> no I, I did i did buy bitcoin last year and i sold it for a good profit um but like what, what you just described just has a bunch of problems where i would just not trust like i would not buy that coin like i would not trust the right the person like a, like that's basically why the decentralization is a is a bonus like a plus True. right <laughs> <laughs> right but it is it is early on um <clears throat> so you know maybe those some of those problems could be fixed but anyways because <laughs> this person was like wanting coin i was like wow this is interesting so i just tweeted like if anyone that is like a CSS or designer that is interested in building a custom <laughs> template for potion i will pay you in centralized coin <laughs> <laughs> uh just to try it out see if anyone is that interested in this that they would actually do some work for me and i'll pay them the centralized coin <laughs> it honestly it might just work because people are crazy for cryptocurrencies right now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah so anyways that was a, a rabbit hole just sound down some interesting all this currency and crypto stuff has definitely been interesting to me. I've been kind of uh, dabbling and like learning and figuring out it. And it's, it's very interesting. Um, and this was just one of those new projects. I was like, I don't know, this is kind of cool. I'll just try it out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting. You, you got, you got to exchange it for something like something like a real service. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um <clears throat> let's see other than that i did have some other thoughts this last week um but i don't know maybe we can talk about that in another in, a, in another pod all right man yeah this should was good yeah we should <laughs> wrap it up um thank you everyone for listening reach out to us on twitter if you have any thoughts about what we talked about 
Otherwise, we'll talk to you in another episode. See you next week. Bye.